0: Hey, it's a Weather Channel podcast. I'm Ari Sarsalari, a meteorologist here at the Weather Channel. I'm here with a good buddy and a colleague of mine, Jonathan Bellis. He's also a meteorologist here at the Weather Channel. We're going to talk about severe weather today and specifically overnight severe weather because we're taping this on uh, Monday, November 5th, day before Election Day, and we've got a chance for some overnight severe storms down in parts of the Tennessee Valley, the lower Mississippi River Valley, and a lot of these storms are going to come in after dark. All right, so we're talking Monday night here, and I know you might be listening to this on Tuesday or Wednesday, and the storm's already happened. Maybe it ends up being a bust. Maybe it ends up being a tornado outbreak. You know, we can't say for 100% sure right now. But I wanted to talk about just kind of the the overreaching theme of overnight severe weather and just how important it is, Jonathan, to get, like, ways to get the information, you know? Well,
1: specifically with tonight's threat, um, almost all of these storms are going to be overnight. So if you don't have a way to get alerted, you may actually be hurting some of these storms and these tornadoes could threaten your life yeah. uh, if you don't have these alerts on.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, you've heard of, of a lot of these types of situations where you get these overnight storms that roll in and it doesn't even necessarily need to be tornadoes. You know, a lot of the times you can have severe storms with some really bad damaging wind that can knock trees on houses and things like that. But, you know, still specifically, I mean, with this threat that we have coming up for the overnight, we've got a chance for tornadoes. And this is kind of a time of year where we tend to get um, you know, kind of a second severe weather season in that same area I was talking about places like Memphis, Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, Jackson, Tennessee, um, Tupelo, Mississippi, Little Rock, Arkansas. It's kind of that area. And, you know, we get into the fall, it's kind of a second severe weather season and you can get tornadoes and things like that. And sometimes it can happen during the overnight. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about this second severe weather season and like, what's the difference between this and spring severe weather season, uh, for that area I was talking about?
1: Uh, During the fall, uh, there's a couple of things. First, we just uh, switched our clocks back. So it's going to get darker earlier than you're probably used to. The other thing is we've got a stronger jet stream coming down. This is the first real big push of uh, cold air coming in across the plains and into the south. Uh, And then we've still got some lingering uh, summer humidity across the Gulf Coast. That's really going to feed these storms tonight.
0: Yeah, so the the other difference that you tend to see is like a lot of the times these storms don't have as much moisture around as the ones in the spring, right? So it can, you don't get like as tall of thunderstorms and, you know, the most perfect setups for big supercell, long track, violent tornadoes. Not like they haven't happened this time of year because they totally could. And that's kind of one of the dangerous things because we've got a pretty decent setup tonight. But, you know, generally the storms aren't as tall, um more often you get these like linear type storms where you can get quick spin up tornadoes and that stuff is almost more dangerous because those those tornadoes are harder to warn you know you don't have as much lead time you know
1: yeah that that's one thing we'll be watching tonight we're not exactly sure if we're gonna see a line form or if we're gonna see those lead sort of separate cells becoming tornadoes and it kind of gets messy this time of year
0: yeah it really does um so for people that are wondering okay so i got storms coming in overnight what do I need to do? I would say the number one most important thing, and I know this sounds like common sense, but it's just, you gotta make sure to have a way of getting information, whether it's, you know, an app on your phone. Obviously, the Weather Channel app is actually a really good one. I'm not just saying that because I work for the Weather Channel, but, you know, for me, I know how it is. Listen, I understand everybody listening to this. You're all like, I don't want no notifications. I don't want any of that stuff. It's annoying. I turn off notifications on all my, um, on all my apps for everything. But this is one of those situations I think if, You live in some of these areas like Memphis, for instance, Um, parts of like northern Mississippi overnight tonight. I would probably turn my notifications on, even if it's just for a night, so you can at least have the information. That's unless you have a weather radio. If you've got a weather radio, that's a great way of getting information. Just actually put it next to the bed and, uh, you know, listen for it because you could end up with a tornado warning where you only have a couple of minutes to take cover. And, uh, these overnight storms, man, they, they don't mess around. A lot of people get hurt in them.
1: Yeah. And let's turn both of those, the weather radio and your weather app on. And don't forget, you, may have tornado sirens around your neighborhood uh don't necessarily rely on those because those may may or may not go off sometimes those are human driven tornado sirens and those people may be asleep too so you never know
0: it's different for everybody i mean for me look I'm, i'm a meteorologist i'm kind of a severe weather nut if i even hear thunder that's like you know from lightning 30 miles away I pop up out of my bed and I'm looking at my radar right away. Most often if there's a big severe weather outbreak going on, I'm usually at work. So I can get away with not having the notifications off. You know, I I don't know if it's pretty similar for you, Jonathan, but, but, you know, for most normal people, I think it's good to have those, um, those notifications. So you got that, you got the weather radio. I mean, is there anything else you can do to kind of prepare for this or is it really just kind of having a way of getting info?
1: Just stay home tonight. Um, I I know that there are people probably going to be looking outside for these, these storms moving in. You're not going to see them. It's going to be pitch black, especially in those rural areas. Um, pitch black, there may not be enough lightning to illuminate those storms as they come in and it's just going to be safe enough to, uh stay in your shelter. If you have one, maybe it might be one of those nights. Um if not, just stay by those alerts. Um and uh hopefully you'll stay safe over tonight. Stay stay
0: in your shelter. What do you mean? You should you sleep in your bathtub with a mattress above you? No, I wouldn't
1: <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily do that. Um but it it stay if you're in a bubble home, it may be a good idea to stay at a friend's house, a little bit yeah, I agree. your structure otherwise I would stay stay close to your shelter or stay in it if it's uh, a built-in room that sort of thing somewhere that you're comfortable but also safe
0: yeah yeah you know, I totally agree with that um, you know this is the type of thing that we're gonna see I'm sure probably a couple times we see it a couple times per season um, the other really dangerous thing for these areas you know places like I was talking about this old Dixie alley area is that You know, I'm seeing a lot of storm chasers that are going out today, and again, we're taping this on Monday, November 5th. We're talking about storms that are going to be happening through the night here on uh, November 5th at night, maybe very early in the morning on Election Day. Um, you got a lot of trees around. It's very tough to see tornadoes. Obviously, it's going to be dark out, so you wouldn't see anything anyway. And, you know, it's one thing when it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you're talking about the possibility of some supercell, long-track tornadoes, where you know you're going to have a lot of lead time. The Weather Service can see those very easily. You're going to have, you know, 15 to 20 minutes in a lot of cases where you know there's a tornado on the ground, you know you can get down to your shelter. In these cases, when it's overnight and it's this time of year where you've got the storms that are kind of these linear storms and they move really quickly and sometimes they can't even get warnings on these tornadoes. You know, a lot of the times there will be tornado damage in areas that just had severe thunderstorm warnings, mis- meaning that the uh, Weather Service misses some of these tornadoes, but it's not their fault. I mean, sometimes the radar can't even see them. So, you know, overall bottom line is I think very simple. We'll keep it, we'll keep it, uh we'll kiss, we'll keep it simple stupid. Just have a way of getting information overnight, whether it's a weather radio or your weather app um that would be great do you got anything else to add on this one jonathan let's
1: talk very briefly yeah. about election day because there will be oh, a, yeah. day, a day two on this sort of thing okay uh this line will be moving into uh what we typically call the the southeast uh georgia up to the carolinas tomorrow and i i figure that a lot of people are probably going to be trying to plan their vote tomorrow yeah so this is one thing we talked about a little bit about <laughs> the squall line sort of thing this won't be an all, all day sort of, of a, event um so just Take the Weather Channel app out and see uh, when there might be a little bit more of a clear period for you to vote tomorrow. Oh,
0: man. Like, I have a feeling that voter turnout's going to be low. I just do. I know it's been a big year for a lot of people that have been all over the place saying, get out and vote, get out of the vote. Whatever side it is that you're on, a lot of people have been just really big. But it always seems like that's the case. Everybody always says, get out and vote. And then sometimes you still have lower voter turnout. And I think a lot of the times the weather has to do you know has has something to do with that and in this case we got a big old storm system that it's going to be moving right up the gut of kind of the middle part of the country the area of low pressure is going to be up by uh, parts of the upper midwest like you know wisconsin chicago places like that and then this big draping cold front kind of to the southeast of it and so there's going to be rain like in the central and eastern part of the country like at least on and off through a good chunk of the day so there's going to be a lot of cruddy weather around not only the rain you know we're going to have some severe weather down in the south again more in the southeast places like Georgia and maybe the Carolinas but uh there's just going to be a ton of wind with this storm too i mean chicago's going to earn its city nickname tomorrow i would say right
1: yeah and a lot of places in the northeast will probably be begging for that nickname too because it's going to be quite windy across the great lakes but I think the take-home moment here is there will be time across uh, many of these areas to get out and vote, find just a dry, uh, hopefully less windy time uh, to get out and vote.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though. That storm looks pretty impressive on some of the forecast models. I, I think if this was like late December storm, you'd be talking big old snowstorm oh, yeah. in the upper oh, Midwest. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure they'll have a couple before the year's over. All right. So there you go. We got some overnight severe weather. And then we've also got a uh, really nasty little election day storm that could... Lead to lower voter turnout. We'll see. But you you can make the decision there, man. You you decide whether you get out and vote or not. All right. Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much, sir. Uh, we'll do another one together soon. We'll, we're going to get more of these Weather Channel podcasts going. Don't worry. We've, we've been working around with some technical stuff. Just got a new mixing board. We're trying to get everything set up. It's going to become a much more regular thing. Hang tight with us. I appreciate you listening. If you like it, give us a good review. If you don't, you can give us a cruddy review. It's all good. And uh, we'll see you back here next time, all right?